Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, thank you for tuning in for another episode because Coach Fickle has landed another quarterback. Yep, you heard that right, another one to go along with some receivers, a new center, and some coaches that he's bringing with him from his former staff. So we have all the updates for you, as well as a little basketball talk. And at the end of the show, we're going to dive into J.J. Watt and his retirement, which we want to say shout out to him for. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Badgers fans. I cannot believe what Coach Luke Fickle is doing to this football program. He has struck again. He has struck again, KJ. I'm joined by my my co-host, KJ. And we just have to start off with the Badgers land, another quarterback, Mississippi State's Braden Locke commits to Wisconsin. He was the four-star four star, number 22 ranked signal caller in the class of 2022. He did not play as a freshman for Mississippi State, but an SEC transfer joining now Tanner Mordecai from SMU and Nick Evers from Oklahoma. KJ, instant reaction to another quarterback coming to play for Phil Longo and Coach Fickle at Madison. Iron sharpens iron, Badgers fans. Many of you know this. Picture the Watt brothers, right? We're going to get to J.J. Watt in a sec. But J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt basically grew up in the same household. Derek Watt was there too, obviously. But if you've ever talked to a Badgers player who's worked out with the Watts, you know, we'll talk to Zach Bond, maybe Chris Orr, something like that. Those guys are absolute animals in their workout and it really stems from this whole iron sharpens iron uh you know saying aspect or whatever about basically going up against the best makes you become the best i know this is is something that i've experienced in my own life not only with just alex my co-host and my brother who we make each other better by pushing each other all the time but even in the you know sports community on twitter on the internet the podcast community you know it's not easy to do what we've done and to, to make a big account and, and to kind of make waves in this very crowded arena, but it wouldn't even be possible if there wasn't all sorts of just healthy competition that sharpens iron of each other to produce a higher quality product. The Badgers quarterback room is going to be competing with each other and the cream is going to rise to the top. I know you love that saying, Al. I know a lot of athletes like that saying, but the cream is going to rise to the top. It looked like Tanner Mordecai might have got some sort of of like guarantee to get over here because his numbers at SMU were just unbelievable. But Nico Evers, you know, Nick Evers, he's pretty talented. And then this new guy, Braden Locke, is obviously talented as well, coming from places like Oklahoma and Mississippi State. Like Mississippi State, you go up against the same guys that are going in the NFL every year. Look at the Mississippi State's draft history. They put in defensive... I believe so, but they put in... um, Yeah, Dak was at Mississippi State, but they put out defensive players in the NFL every single year. So it's like, that's the kind of guys he's going up against in practice. And uh, it's only going to help the Badgers QB room. I think this is very interesting for Miles Burkett because it's kind of unfortunate, but I'm not counting him out yet. You know, 
his life has completely changed over this last two months. You know, his whole family's life has completely changed. And we have a lot of love for the Briquette family. Obviously, they've shown us love as well. So, you know, respect there. Uh, big fans pulling for you. But ultimately, we all want the same thing, Badgers fans, and that's to make an appearance in the college football playoff and deliver a national championship to Wisconsin. We're aiming high here. I want to welcome in all the brand new listeners joining us today. We're very happy you're here, and we have a great show for you today. Let's get into it, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yep. And KG mentioned the iron sharpens iron. Well, it also is important who's going to be calling the plays. And the Badgers recently added three new coaches, Gino G. I'm just going to leave his last name as that. Jack Bicknell. And most importantly, Mike Brown. Mike Brown was the Bear, the Bearcats, the Cincinnati Bearcats passing game coordinator in 2022. So he is the guy working with these quarterbacks on their passing game. Clearly, Coach Fickle wanted him to come to Madison, and now here he is, another coaching, you know, great mind next to Phil Longo from North Carolina, and of course, Coach Fickle at the top, who's going to be calling the shots. I think that's something you can't underrate cage what are your thoughts on that well well that is fans this is fascinating because i know wisconsin is one of the premier academic institutions in the world and you know what the perfect example for this is of what luke fickle's doing in assembling this staff and this talent is the paypal mafia PayPal, the company that many of you use, I know we certainly used it. It's a very great product. It completely disrupted the payment space. But long story, it's, you know, over a $100 billion company at one point. But long story short, elite entrepreneurial minds like Elon Musk, you know, obviously the probably the smartest man in the world, depending on who you ask. Uh, you know, David Sachs, one of the hosts of the All In podcast. You got Peter Thiel, one of the most unbelievable investors of all time. And really just the, they put together this team of people that were super young. They were in their upper 20s with very minimal experience. But Peter Thiel couldn't pay the money to pay for these elite engineers and these elite developers. So he just called up his friends and said, hey, let's start a company. And sure enough, PayPal ended up selling to eBay in the early 2000s. Peter Thiel got his cut. David Sachs got his cut. Elon got his $200 million. He ended up putting $100 million to SpaceX, $70 million to Tesla, $30 million into SolarCity, and the rest is history. But it's essentially a super team of executives. And that's what Luke Fickle's building here. When you have a super team of executives, it trickles down through the rest of your organization. And that's exactly what I envision happening for this Wisconsin football program. Luke Fickle's not going to be on the field making the throws. Phil Longo's not going to be on the field making the throws. And these guys aren't going to be carrying the ball or blocking the receivers, but they will be working with these guys in each and every day in practice. It's putting all the Wisconsin players in positions to succeed. So honestly, man, I've never seen a super team staff like this. You have uh, Luke Fickle, Phil Longo, I believe his name is Nick Tressel. I, I blank the first name sometimes, but the defensive coordinator, that's a squad. Look at yep. the results so far. I couldn't be any more pleased, Badgers fans. And I just Badgers want to say fans. I got some more good news. Okay, it was the right call. Yeah. It was the right call to move on from Paul Chris and Jim Leonard. You know, obviously no doubt. No doubt. Obviously, no like you know, that now. <laughs> time will tell. But yeah, like the results are undeniable. They're completely undeniable, and we'll see if that translates to the field because that's a whole different ball game. But these next two years, watch these next two years. I think we made the right decision. I got to give Chris McIntosh a lot of uh, credit for really just getting this done and kind of 
one move can change everything, right? One move can change everything. And, uh, you know, honestly, seeing, a, lot of, a lot of people gave Ike Batters a lot of heat when we tweeted out fire Chris after Brett Bielma blew us out in Madison. But guess what? It led us to where we are today, and I'm pretty happy to be a Badgers fan. What do you got to say, Badgers fans, I got more reasons to be happy because two receivers that were former Cincinnati recruits, right? You need someone to throw the ball to, right? These guys, Will Pong and Quincy Burroughs, were in Madison for a visit and posted a photo in the Wisconsin Badgers uniform. Quincy saying, let me know some, my boy. And Will saying, what you want to do, Quincy? So it seems like these boys are strongly considering joining Coach Fickle in Madison, (laughs) along with USC former top 75 overall recruit CJ Williams, the wide receiver from USC, who's made his visit to Madison. He's also going to check out a couple of other schools being so highly coveted, but I cannot believe there's a stronger place for him to land, KJ. What are your thoughts on now adding some more receivers yes. to go well with some of the guys, you know, the Badgers had in, in form of DK, Allen, and, you know, some of the upcoming offensive talent like Braylon Allen? Hey, man, iron sharpens iron. That's the theme, right? That's why players go to Alabama. That's why they go to Georgia, so they can really just play against the best and be the best. And that's why those guys are drafted super high and go on to have a lot of success. It's because they've basically been playing against the best from day one, you know? Uh, You know, the receivers, the Cincy guys, that's kind of a thing. Uh, Being in the media, we kind of understand a little bit of the game. But those guys, in my opinion, if I had to call what it is, if I had to to guess, is they're creating a little hype amongst themselves. You know, they see the hype around the Badgers program. They see what they can do. I believe this is already a done deal, uh, or at least 90% a done deal. But they're kind of just like drawing a little suspense. It's almost like showing the movie trailer or something like that before they unveil the surprise. Teasing the track. They're teasing it exactly and then the usc receiver uh, i saw that as well and my thoughts are it's interesting and i'm actually curious why he would want to transfer away from usc where he has every shot to go to the pros and he has a heisman uh, trophy winning quarterback there so that's a little puzzling you know i hope that it's not that he I hope it's not that he's like just wants a shoe in spot, right? Like I wonder if he's going around shopping schools thinking he needs a guarantee because if you're a receiver and you're talented and you're confident, like you're, you're confident you can ball out at uh, USC with a, um, you know, with a, with an elite quarterback, you know, a Heisman trophy winning quarterback and a great coach in Lincoln Riley. Uh, so I would love him here, you know, bring the talent to Wisconsin, bring the receivers to Wisconsin, but there's no free lunch. There's no free lunch here. And you're going to have to earn the stripes because like you said, Alex, we got some pretty good talented receivers in house, uh, but we're stocking the pond as well. Badgers fans, we are stocking the pond and pretty soon we're going fishing. Yep, and Wisconsin Knights, you know what that's like. It's home run derby. Another thing that's great about Coach Fickle is he wants to continue the tradition. So it's not like we're going to just see, you know, complete overhaul on the offense. We might still see a heavy dosage of run football. And when you are running the football with a guy like Braylon Allen, you need a strong center to run behind. Joe Tipman, yep, he need to be replaced. And what did the Badgers do? They brought in 2021 All-AAC First Team Cincinnati Center Jake Renfro. So, Cage, adding to the offensive line at the center position, it really is like Christmas. And uh, I just have to just say, I can't believe it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bad I, I, have, I have to admit, when I saw us land Nick Evers, I was like, let's go. You know, Luke Fickle's bringing in some competition. Then he landed Tanner Mordecai, and I was like, damn, you know, this guy ain't playing. He ain't playing with him. He and actually got the Texas land, QB. And, oh, and then the Texas QB, too, Mabry Mature. Shout to Mabry Mature. We didn't forget about you. 6'6 six, six from Texas. You know, he's going to be part of the picture, I hope. Uh, but let's like, and then to add another four star, I'm honestly shocked. Like, that's the word I would use. I'm shocked. It's like every time you see the news, it's crazy because this is something that Badgers fans haven't experienced ever, ever. You know, no. Barry Alvarez didn't give us this. Paul Chris didn't give us this. Brett Bielema didn't give us this. Gary Anderson didn't give us this. Jim Leonard didn't give us this. They they gave us some great times on the field, but they never gave us this stuff in the off season. And the hope meter for the Wisconsin Badgers is busting through the ceiling right now because it's just so high. You know, mm-hmm. and then you, you you mentioned it, Alex, like the Badgers have needs, right? Receivers. We got a few guys. We could be better. Bam. Check check the box off the list. Lose or Joe Titman, you know, wish him the best of luck in the future. Maybe he'll play in the NFL. Maybe he won't. I think he'll get a shot with someone on a roster, kind of like Josh Seltzner did. Uh, you know, Logan Bruss did. But Luke, uh, Luke Fickle's like, hey, swap them in. Rotate the guys in. Next man up, right? Like, hey, guys, want to come play for a, for a winning squad? Yeah, let's do it. And I think these guys are legitimately behind closed doors, Badgers fans, in the meeting rooms going position by position. I picture Phil, uh, Luke Fickle, Phil Longo, and Nick Tressel, and maybe some other staff members literally just going position by position saying, how are we looking here? Okay, let's make some calls. How are we looking here? We're good. Okay, I think quarterback position is probably okay now, but who's to say we won't accept an even better quarterback if it happens to come right into our opportunity zone? I mean, this is crazy. Anything goes, Badgers fans. Anything goes at this point in time with Luke Fickle at the helm. It's almost like I forgot about this cornerback recruits he brought in early on. I mean, it's just unbelievable, Cage. And, you know, one thing I saw today, Badgers fans, which is going to get me even more excited and probably you as well in, in a little different way is when you have all these new players, you need to unite them around a goal and a vision so that everyone's on the same page. And right now in the early college football top 25 projections, because Georgia blew out TCU in the finals, we'll get to that maybe a little bit later. Wisconsin cage is in the just miss the top 25 Good. zone. That's perfect. And that's exactly. I don't want to be handed to be. I don't want too high of expectations for this team. I don't want them all of a sudden handed a top 15 spot. I want them to go out, get wins, earn their ranking. And I think this team and coach fickle, Hey, they're going to make that their goal saying, look at what Michigan did. Look at what Ohio State did. Look at what Penn State did. Penn State yeah, winning Penn the Rose State. Bowl. Respect. Wisconsin can do that. They they are deserving and totally capable of competing and beating those teams. It's going to be exciting. I think, Cage, what are your thoughts on just the Big Ten landscape next year? Yeah, so I just wanted to add, Badgers fans, We it's our mission to always keep it real with you, right? Like, that's our sworn mission. And we would never lie to you. We would never give you false intel. And the truth is the Badgers did not or don't deserve to be ranked top 25 heading into next season. No. That doesn't mean that we aren't a top 25 team, but after last year, we have to earn it. And that's honestly, 
I believe that's just the reality of the situation. And it honestly sets the Badgers season up for success because it means we can ascend. It means we don't have to start high and have this pressure on us. And then, you know, everyone's walking on eggshells because it's Luke you know, Luke Fickle's first year and you're under all this pressure to perform with all the offseason hype. It's what's best for us is to kind of come in under the radar and ascend. Let them overlook the batters. I don't know if anyone's going to be overlooking the batters now, but like you said, man, Big Ten landscape, Ohio State is the cream of the crop until proven otherwise. They're better than Michigan. I'm sorry. I don't care if Michigan beat them back-to-back years. Ohio State's a better program, better team in my opinion, and and that's, that's subject to change, right? Like, I'm open to changing my mind if I see enough evidence or whatever uh, enough good game tape where I think Michigan's a better program, but I still think the cream of the crop and the crown of the Big Ten uh, is basically Ohio State's until someone takes it from them. You know, Michigan's easily number two, right? They're getting the athletes, but if Harbaugh leaves, I don't think he's going to leave, but he's kind of doing some quiet interviewing with the NFL. Uh, that changes everything, right? Like that program is going to be on hard times. They're going to be seeing players fly out the door, the exact opposite of players coming in the door like Madison right now. And then Penn State, man, you know, hey, finishing seventh overall don't count them Rose out. Bowl is no easy task. Just ask Badgers fans. So you got to go through them too. Iowa is always a very, yep, very, very sleeper. quality program. Michigan State just gave their head coach 90, 100 mil. I don't know what it was, but it was a boneheaded decision. I stand by that. But they're not a sleep. They're not a slouch program either. Uh, Northwestern Minnesota always this year, Northwestern always gives people trouble. They're very intelligent. They know what to do. They have great technique, and they consistently put players into the pros. Then you have Purdue. You know they're a tricky program. They're kind of flirting with some a decent Brad season Bielema. this year. Like you said, Minnesota beat us. I believe the last. Two years was that? Uh, I'm gonna have to double check. Yep. They, they for yep. sure beat us last year. That's embarrassing. Um, but then, like you said, man, Brett Bielema too. Like the Big Ten is stacked from top to bottom. Nebraska just gave Matt Rule a big deal. They're probably just all depressed in Nebraska. And, and if you're you're from Nebraska, if you got ties in Nebraska, just know we feel for you. You know. We feel for you because you guys splashed the cash. You splashed a lot of cash on this pretty well-respected head coach. But right now, there's nothing to show for it. Wisconsin is just cleaning up. It's it's going to be a little longer rebuild over there for the Cornhuskers. Yeah, but but this is a quality conference. This, I've always maintained exactly. the Big Ten is the second-best conference to the SEC. SEC is number one. You know, like, no denying that. Uh, I'd be I'd be out of my mind if I thought there was a better conference in the SEC, even though I was born and raised in Big Ten country, and that's where we're recording this show from. But the Big Ten is definitively number two, and I don't want to hear anyone try and tell me that there's a conference better than uh, you know the Big Ten if it comes to that number two spot. What do you think, Alex? I think, hey, from what I saw at Ohio State this year, I think. Michigan and Ohio State should have squared up in that college football first game instead of, you know, Georgia should have played TCU first. And I can't believe Michigan lost to TCU. We'll get to that later. But, man, Ohio State also had that game. Ohio State was right there. They're going to be tough. They're still the kings of the Big Ten. Let's not forget that or diss them by any means. They're the kings of the Big Ten when it comes to football. Whatever goes through them, hey, that's like – you gotta you gotta beat the final boss, and that's Ohio State. But as you mentioned, it cage Michigan, Penn State, 
very quality teams up and down this Big Ten. It's, it's going to sharpen all these players and turn out a lot of good pros. Moving on to the basketball team quick before we wrap up the show. Wisconsin is now 11-3, going 3-1 and in conference play. They beat Minnesota a little bit late heroics. You had Stephen Crowell kind of throw down some big-time dunks, and then they dropped to Illinois 79-69. Yep. So the Badgers... Third in the Big Ten behind Purdue in Northwestern. They've got a big game against Michigan State tonight. I think that will really tell Cage what type of uh, tier this team is going to be. Um, but it's still early. You've got four starters averaging double digits. Tyler Wall averaging 13.2 points. Chucky, 12.9. Stephen Crawl, 12.5. He's been coming on strong lately and also seven rebounds a game. And then the freshman, Connor Essigian. Essigian. I always struggle with his name, Badger fans apologies he's averaging 10.1 points and uh yeah i think one thing to also be quite pumped about cage is that chucky's shooting 50 percent from three Asijin's 43% from three. So the Badgers still have quality. Jacoby Neath, even the backup, backup point guard, he's shooting 50% from three. So Badgers, hey, they've got every chance to be one of those top four in the Big Ten on the basketball side. Do you have any thoughts on them, Cage, before we wrap up here? Yeah, man. Uh, it's just a little different than last year because last year we had Johnny Davis, right? We had the Big Ten Player of the Year. We had the National Player of the Year, I believe. And um, he was kind of like the star. And this year it's a little more spread out. This is kind of the Wisconsin teams that we're used to and, and uh, have kind of been these teams for the last decade plus. It's a spread around effort. It's a spread around defensive effort. It's a spread around offensive effort. I do like our guard play. I do think we have a little bit more experience than the previous year. So I'm hopeful. You know, I, I didn't expect the Badgers to go 4-0 through that tough stretch like we were talking about no. last year. Obviously, they dropped the game to Illinois. Or we are talking about last week, excuse me. Obviously, they dropped the game to Illinois. That's going to happen. But guess what? Regular season, that's going to happen. You're going to take an L once in a while. It's all about the postseason. Regular season doesn't matter. You know, Big Ten tournament, we got to do more there. And the NCAA tournament, we got to do more there. So hopefully we can start landing some of these transfers with the same energy that Luke Fickle is. So I'm hopeful for the Wisconsin Badgers basketball program. Uh, one step at a time. I think the boys are playing well. The boys are gelling. And I just like the fact that we have a little better guard play this year. I think that might give us an advantage in the tourney. Although you see what's happened when you have a great coach in, in Luke Fickle. And then Greg Gard, great regular season coach postseason suspect i'm just keep gonna keep it real with you badgers fans i respect your take if you disagree i will respect it but that's kind of how i see it I, I i call it how i see it and uh before we wrap the show out you know let's just show a little bit of love to jj watt who really just put yes. the exclamation mark on his career with multiple wow. sacks you know that guy for me the incredible story of just becoming, you know, a tight end walk on at Central Michigan, a pizza delivery boy before the NIL era, and then transferring to Wisconsin where he was just an absolute man eater and pretty much, you know, worked Getting his boot on draft night even cage. Remember that? I mean, I, they didn't I actually want to draft JJ Watt and the the Texans wanted another player and well, he uh, rose up in the end. You know, he was a fast riser. I think teams just got into interviews with him and they're like, yo, this guy's way bigger than we thought. And he's a freaking killer compared to every other guy we've interviewed. <laughs> and he was the yeah. Texans face of the franchise for a decade. He was a vocal leader. I thought he made a boneheaded decision when he went to Arizona instead of Green Bay, obviously. 
he's free to do what he wants. You know, he made his money. He's got his respect. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to listen to me. I'm just telling you how I feel, Badgers fans. But, you know, he didn't really win anything in his career. And that's the one thing J.J. Watt didn't do. Besides three defensive MVPs, my man. You're I mean, right. I, you're right. You're right. Individual. 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 Ever. Forgive me. Forgive me. Ever. Individual awards. I'm talking playoffs and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I. It's interesting, man. Uh, he, his body was kind of breaking down on him a little bit. He obviously left a great legacy for Wisconsin, who saw his brother T.J. Watt blossom when I don't think you know many people expected him to turn into a DPOY candidate himself and winner himself. Just a truly incredible player from Pewaukee. You know, very close to our home. We're from Waukesha, Badgers fans, so it's like Pewaukee is right in our backyard. It's like. You know, we saw this guy at the grocery store. Alex, Alex, full disclosure. When I used to bag at the grocery store, in came JJ Watt, and uh, me and my buddy, we tracked him down in the meat section and asked him for a photo, and he took one with us. So shout out to JJ, well, on, Alex. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember how much he spent in his like grocery store transaction? It was a long it time. Was so, I was it was so it was, big, but he like had 600? multiple carts, multiple carts. Just, just JJ, multiple carts, and uh, I mean, when he walked in, that guy cannot hide. Unfortunately for him, he's just it's like Giannis, big of a guy. Yeah, it's like Giannis, you know, just so massive. But much love for JJ. Multiple twenty sack seasons. He got everything he earned. He worked so hard, like Zach Bond would tell us. I mean, the interviews with or the workouts at uh, Gage. Where were they work out in Washington? Next, Do you remember next that? Level, I next believe, level, I believe. Don't, in don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, just absolute crazy workouts. A lot of Badgers participate in these workouts when they're headed to the pros or in the pros, including TJ Edwards, who's making ways for Philadelphia. So just a great culture setter, strong defensive player, happy to see him retire happily, and I think he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame first Easily. Ballot. Yeah, first easily. Ballot. Um, yeah, so any final thoughts? That? You know, Badgers fans, uh, just want to say thanks for tuning in this week. And I encourage everyone to go check out Ike Packers. We uh, we actually just charted number 11 of all football podcasts in America. So we're – it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's thanks to all the fans. In the world. It's thankful to all these fans uh, and all these fans in the community. We couldn't have done it without you. Uh, the Ike ecosystem just grows and grows every year. And we know that we couldn't do this alone. And we know that you're just an inquantifiable help. You know, like we can't possibly quantify the help of this community that we, you know, the support. We just love people, you. People writing in their takes, people clicking on the posts, just checking out the conversation, listening to the podcast, texting the podcast to some buddies. That's key, Badgers fans. And, and if you wouldn't mind just texting the show to a friend or two, just helping them get up to speed with all the good recruits that, you know, Luke Fickle's doing. Maybe you got a, a friend in your life. I know there's one person in my life in particular who's very salty still about the Paul Chris, Jim Leonard thing, and he just refuses to acknowledge anything that Fickle will do is good. But I'm trying to get him to come around, you know, and this podcast will help you do that. So I would just say reach out to someone and, and let's expand the community. Let's talk some Wisconsin football. Let's talk some general Wisconsin sports. Uh, whatever you want to talk about, Badgers fans, we're here. So thank you for listening, and Al, take us home. Yep, we're going to wrap up there, Badgers fans. Please share it with a friend or leave a five-star review. That's the number one ways you can help us grow. Until next time, and as always, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin forever. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. If you like the show, please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the number one way you can help us grow. 
thank you again for listening. And as always, gold, big, red badges. Here we are yet again. University Street. Yeah, Dayton's where we eat. Yeah, Camp Randall. Get loud. Yeah, get proud. Thoughts of you